1: Is a my talk dirt alert? Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! All right, Hallie, what do you have? All right.
0: Well, let's start with let's get some of the sad news out of the way first. Okay. This is making headlines today concerning Orlando Bloom paying tribute to his late dog Mighty. So the story was for the past week that Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry were looking for their missing dog Mighty. Well, unfortunately for them, they found Mighty's collar and Mighty has passed away. So, sad news for them. It was
1: a teeny, wasn't it like a teacup little uh, Yorkie or something? A teeny, teeny dog. They found the collar. Yeah, just a
0: teeny, teeny, tiny
1: dog. We were
0: talking the other day, so they're out near Los
1: Angeles,
0: and this has happened to celebrities before Jessica Simpson, way back in the day, remembering that Coyote
1: got her dog or something. I mean, the little ones. It, it, you know, it,
0: it just happens because out in Los Angeles there are coyotes, and even gosh, here in my neighborhood there are there are hawks that are nesting in the trees, and so Ooh. I get concerned. You can hear them
1: like every is morning. That what it is? Do you throw firecrackers at them like I do? <laughs> No, we just let them go. But I have
0: seen them swoop down in the middle of the street and grab themselves a tasty snack, the circle of life. Well, back to Orlando Bloom, he paid tribute to Little Mighty on his Instagram account. And he did this by showing a, a picture of himself, a selfie and a new tattoo that he got over his heart. And over his heart, it says Mighty. And then he has a little heart underneath that. It's sweet. So obviously, mighty very beloved by Orlando Bloom. Yeah. So, so giving you an update of that story. Uh, people are attached to their pets. Yeah, you people know? get so attached. Yeah, yeah. And so we we send out some good vibes they to had Orlando some clothes, Bloom. You're finding the. Um... Collar, though. Finding the collar exactly. Now we'll circle back to I don't a story. Know if it's good closure, but well, yeah. it's closure nonetheless. Yeah, it is. Because oh my gosh, will you hear those stories sometimes of people's pets going missing and and they return years later? Yes, you know. And so having that heartache of not knowing what happened to your pet, at yes. least Orlando and Katie can have some closure, and so that's positive in that sense. Wendy Williams, we've talked about this in the first hour. Uh, Of today's show, she is set to return in studio, the Wendy Williams resuming filming September 21st. So, you know, the at-home filming of the Wendy Williams show was not successful in any way, shape, or form. So it was Wendy Williams, a camera, filming herself eating
1: chicken wings or yes. did food or
0: whatever. It drove us crazy. Yeah. so crazy.
1: Well, good for her. So they're coming back. That means jobs will be happening up again in the fall with TV. Yeah, because yeah, good. Jimmy Fallon returned to Rockefeller Center with the Tonight Show. So they're just figuring out how to practice
0: good social yes, distancing. Yes, and you
1: can see this like on the morning news shows that people are going back in and they're, um, you know, seated six feet apart from each other. And it's good to see kind of some normalcy, if that's the word. Normalcy. 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 Yeah. Normalcy. On, normalcy On the on the TV. Okay. So the morning show, like it's
0: Savannah Guthrie and Hoda, they're back in the studio yes, right now. Yes, they are.
1: And Carson came in and, you know, depending on what show you watch, it's nice to just see the people back in the studio. Yeah. So we're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. We're all just figuring it out. Jamie Lynn Spears, sister of Britney
0: Spears, is supporting her sister against trolls on social media. So Jamie Lynn Spears went on social media after an Instagram user made a remark about Britney Spears' mental health. So Jamie Lynn Spears shared a screenshot of a tweet from Halsey. So Halsey, the singer, a proponent of social, or excuse me, mental health Health. awareness. So And then she shared a bunch of other tweets. And then Jamie Lynn commented the following, quote, If you deal with mental illness or care for someone dealing with mental illness, then you know how important it is to respect the situation with privacy for the person and the family trying to protect their loved ones, no matter how it may appear to the public. And as a public, we must learn to do the same. She said, I pray this doesn't bring shame to anyone dealing with mental illness. You are not alone and you are loved. Sending all my love and prayers to all of you. So that is Jamie Lynn Spears sticking up for her sister, sticking up for Britney Spears. Yeah. On social media I like that yeah you know kind of a similar sentiment a very brief sentiment very brief compared to Kim Kardashian yeah Kim Kardashian sharing a very thought-out measured public statement about her relationship with Kanye West and we talked about it in the first hour of the Mm -hmm. show but you know what you guys were talking about and your personal experiences with someone with a bipolar diagnosis and how someone in a family deals with that and kim, right kim is pretty raw and honest about mm-hmm. what how this is affecting
1: her family and and what they're trying to do boy and it's just because they're everything's so much more out loud now oh with social that media there's no way yeah there it's very hard to contain if someone is going on an episode if that's their their thing
0: Right, right. It's he. Kanye is out on yeah. Twitter, and he has his own Twitter account. And mm-hmm. so then we see things happening. And he's an adult. And he's an adult, and we yeah. see things happening in real time. So Kim Kardashian, I think handling that conversation really well.
1: Yeah, I do, too. I think it's painful to, um, I think it would be so painful for the family members to have this out loud ha- experience of a mental, um, a person that's struggling with mental illness or has mental illness, and they're not taking medication which would help mitigate the situation and helps it be under control. Yeah. To have that so out loud, I think that'd be so hard for the family.
0: Challenging under any circumstances, Mm -hmm. but particularly if you're in the public eye. Abba, we're going to move on. Just taking a 180 here. So ABBA, right. Abba was set to release new music this year, but now they have postponed that to 2021.
1: So Abba is going to release 5 new songs next year. So why if- are they too lazy to do it right now? This this headline <laughs> bugged me, okay? I just thought five freaking songs. You have you've been telling us this for a very long time. And now it's 6 months later and they just couldn't agree on the songs or whatever. And we do know ABBA is the first initials of all the four people's names or five people's names or how I well you spell ABBA. A-B-B-A. Yes. We learned people. that on the trivia thing with Rocco a couple weeks ago.
0: Well, if you can take a chance, Julia, mm-hmm. will you change your mind? And, want, will, and will you listen to new ABBA I songs in 2021? I think it's dumb. Right. Because what, honestly, you know what? People are releasing new music right now. So w- hey. what has been holding y'all up?
1: What? Why even make the announcement?
0: Well, because they want to remind everyone that, that they are going,
1: that, that they're still there. Got it. That they were. How cynical of me! Oh, my goodness. Well, yes. I completely forgot that Abba was even doing any of this I, kind of I stuff. I didn't, which bugs me because <laughs> <laughs> I forget everything else that's important, and I remembered. I remembered this one. I'm like, why am I hanging on to that dumb nugget? I well, you know, sometimes Julia, our it, brains handle
0: it. Just is silly. Hang on to some it's real silly. dumb nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. So let's move on from that story. And then we're going to go over to the Big Brother house. Big Brother. They're not stopping filming. So quarantining is beginning for the new season of Big Brother in Los Angeles. Season 22. So cast members have started to arrive in the city where they're undergoing quarantine and COVID-19 testing before being admitted into the Big Brother house. So they're going to have to sit out about two weeks before they enter the Big Brother house. Producers have brought in a cast of all-stars, including backups, in case someone has COVID-19. Once you're cleared, contestants get to enter the bubble, and then we get to watch what happens on Big Brother.
1: Have you been a fan of this show? I like Celebrity Big Brother in the UK, only because they
0: have people like Jackie Stallone and Heidi and Spencer and Heidi and people that I'm actually interested
1: in. Does this Big Brother, will this be hosted by... um, you know who I'm talking about. Julie Chen. Moonves. Yes, Julie Chen. Yeah, she's going so to. So she's still doing
0: this. Okay. Yeah. Even, okay. even though her husband, Les Moonves, out at CVS. That's all right. Julie Chen still hosts the Big Brother house, but she's been doing it pretty much since the beginning, I want Yes. Yeah, so Okay. Yeah. So you'll be able to watch that. And uh, Bachelor, The Bachelorette is still filming out in La Quinta, so you'll also be able to watch that. I mean, at a certain point, we are getting a few new shows, shows. to watch and if you're interested on in... On network TV. On network mm-hmm. TV, exactly. Now, if you are interested in some new reality television and Netflix next month, they're going to have Selling Sunset Season 3, among other things. So Netflix wants you to know that. So, it's, you know, we haven't reached the peak dr- content drought yet. No, we. there's so much out there. There's so much out there. But I will say, reading the trades, that Hollywood's concerned. Yeah. They're like, well, you know what? We have so much right now, but... Uh, Well, we can't promise you anything, so we're going to be watching Big Brother Season 17 over and over and over again. I
1: guarantee it won't be me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) All right, we'll be
1: right back with Vintage Scandal. All right, before we get to Vintage Scandal. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. (gasps) All right, today I thought we would take a visit into a classic, and the sentence that got me was... She had twice the normal number of eyelashes. Who am I talking about? Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, darling. Darling. So, Yes. So Elizabeth Taylor passed away when she was 79 in um, 2011, I believe, from a chronic heart failure. She was married eight different times, twice to the same man, Richard Burton, and a little bit about her normal twice the amount of eyelashes. It's called, um, yeah, I know, distachartitis. Works for Uh me. (laughs) But she had a genetic mutation that on her um, eyeline, she had two rows of eyelashes on her upper and bottom eyeline. And it is 7% of people are born with this mutation on a, a gene. And it also has congenital heart failure, Mm. is associated with it um may also have it but she got them both yeah so that was kind of it um she was a little bit about her past MGM movie theater paid for her first wedding in 1950 when we were talking about Paris Hilton earlier in our show today she married Conrad Hilton Jr. in 1950 And she had money. His father had a hotel chain. They could have paid for their own wedding for 600 people were invited to this wedding. But Metro Golden Mayor actually paid for the entire thing. You
0: know, interestingly enough, we had Rocco play a clip of Father of the Bride. Yes. In our trivia. And that was a remake of Elizabeth Taylor and Spencer Tracy's movie. And this was all kind of a tie in because that movie came out at the same time. As as the as, um
1: the wedding as the wedding in nineteen fifty yeah right. yeah and she um also was unapologetic about her affair with Eddie Fisher now Eddie Fisher was married to Debbie Reynolds and she had just lost her husband her second husband um, Mike Todd who was the film producer who was the love of her life one of the loves in a plane accident and um she they were all the four of them were best friends and she released a statement. After it was found out that she was having an affair with Eddie Fisher and she basically said, Eddie is not in love with Debbie and never has been. You can't break up a happy marriage. Debbie and Eddie's oh. has never been. And they went on to be friends later in life, Debbie and Elizabeth Taylor. But I mean, Balzi saying that in the 50s. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Um, she Cleopatra. She made a deal on that film that she was the first woman to ever make a million dollars for a single movie. Granted, it took two years to make and it ended up being over four hours long and it might've been worth every penny, but she did. She was the first woman to um, do that when she, um, here's kind of something that I was interested in. She married, um, an attorney that was ran for Congress. His name was John Warner in Virginia and their marriage while they were dating and getting married, um, She he inadvertently had to um, campaign and he was running um, for the U.S. Senate because another Republican that was running died in a plane crash. And um, he was everyone was worried in the Republican Party about how Elizabeth Taylor would present herself. Would this help um, her new husband, John Warder, get elected? So she ended up having to change everything, change her look and go out on the campaign trail. And this is in the late 70s. And she was on the trail. And while she was out on the trail, um, they she's shaking hands. She's doing all this. She got bursitis in her arm. She bloaked, broke two blood blo- blood vessels in her hand. And continued to shake hands. She had to get um, cortisone injections to help her with the pain because she shook so many hands from people. Mm -hmm. She campaigned in a wheelchair. She at one point during the campaign choked on chicken bone. And while she was choking on the chicken bone at this restaurant somewhere on the campaign trail, she swallowed a big bone. She shoved rolls into her mouth to try to help sum it up. And that... Image was made fun of by Joan Rivers forever. But she went on. She was fine, obviously. But during this time of campaigning for her husband, she gained so much weight. And her weight ballooned. She was drinking to excess, eating way too much, not moving about. And Joan Rivers was lampooning her all the time with fat jokes on The Tonight Show. Mm. Later, these two had this huge fundraiser in the 80s. And um, made up. But Joan Rivers was merciless oh. with um with Elizabeth Taylor. Not surprising. And she, um, Elizabeth Taylor, was really upset by it. And she said, I'm not a monument that pigeons can do do on. I'm a living, human being. And if I want fried chicken six times a day and can still function, that's up to me.
0: Totally. Well, imagine her growing up in the studio system mm-hmm. and guaranteed somebody was monitoring every single thing Absolutely. that she ate. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. That chicken Liz. Mm-hmm. And when she's out rallying for her husband and campaigning with them, they were on a bus, City City, 15 hour days. Um, she was wearing purple because purple was her color because her eyes were violet, and that was her signature color. But uh the campaign women uh that were part of uh her husband's campaign said she could no longer wear purple and said that um you are wedded to a politician. Your lips are supposed to be sealed. You are supposed to act like a robot. Um, you, We will tell you what to wear. You are sitting back and basically wear beige. And um, he went on to win. But she had married him because she really just wanted to have a simple lifestyle and get away from Hollywood. Well, sure. This was post being married to Richard Burton two mm-hmm. times. So she just wanted the calmness and the security that came along with it. It didn't really happen. No. She divorced him. Yeah. Other things about Elizabeth Taylor is Elizabeth Taylor. She's related to Elizabeth Taylor, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf. She said that was she was most proud of that role. Um, she never tried to act in her life before she did the movie A Place in the Sun. She um, never had acting lessons. And she went on to say this was a 2010 interview. Um, many people thought I needed them, though. Oh God. In her twenties, she nearly lost her eye and her leg, and she still has bulls, She said um, she hated being called Liz because it sounded like a hiss. She liked being called Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, she, her family, she was you know devoted to AIDS research before it was popular. She started uh, American Foundation for AIDS Research, the Elizabeth Taylor AIDS Foundation. When Lori and I, oh, no, I was in DC with a girlfriend. And we went by, the, they still had the signage outside of a brick wall, you know, the Elizabeth Taylor um, AIDS Foundation. Um, she, when she passed away, her massive jewelry collection was auctioned off after she died. All the money went to the AIDS research. She was um, knighted. She was a dame. Um, Elizabeth II um, Second you know, knighted her or damed her, whatever they do alongside Julie Andrews.
0: Oh, lovely. Yes, Isn't because that... Elizabeth
1: Taylor was born in England. She was. She's British. To Well, she was born in England to American parents mm-hmm. that they moved to the U.S. when World War II broke out. Let's see, what else do we know about her?
0: Can give you some nicknames that Richard Burton called Elizabeth Taylor, some terms of endearment, so to
1: speak. She did say she would have. If he went to pass, she would have married him a third time. Oh, my gosh. All right, what did she... Give me some of them. Lumpy... <laughs> Booby,
0: Old Fatty. He'd say this to her? Yes, these were terms of endearment, Julia, that Richard Burton called Elizabeth Taylor. Darling Nose. Baby. And Old Snapshot. Wow. (laughs) Those are so... Endearing, you, very endearing. I mean, who doesn't want to be called
1: booby by your significant other? Well, Lori's parents were called booby and weenies, so booby's better than fatty and sh- you know okay. the other ones you dream Are you serious? Oh yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> That's why she is who she oh, okay. is.
0: All right. Well, we that is why she fr- is who she is. We had a Freudian analysis of Lori here while she's not even no, around to defend herself. <laughs> I know. So Elizabeth
1: Taylor, we talked about. She was the first. um Celebrity that really lent her name to licensing and she started with white diamonds before anybody else did it and she said she never faces a day without a perfume and she dreamed about designing perfume for 25 years before she actually did it. That's amazing. These always bring me good luck. Don't you remember how, I mean, scents were so important to people. I feel like since COVID, I haven't put on perfume one time. I'm lucky if I put on deodorant every I three do. days. Julia. I, I don't miss that one. <laughs> I'm a girl of a certain age. You have to wear it. But I mean, seriously, perfume. It sounds so decadent. Yeah, it it really does. But anyway, she just she was so lovely. Very. And, I, I feel like we could do a
0: whole series of vintage scandals on Elizabeth Taylor. There is there's so much. Her, to her life, life was
1: so rich. And if you look at the pictures, boy, she changed she was thin she was heavier she, she was a yo-yo she had gray hair she had blonde hair she had this hair i mean really a character and, and always gorgeous and a lovely woman yes. yeah so anyway there's there's good old liz Thanks, all right Julia. so when we come back um it would have been someone's 69th birthday today and um we'll talk about that and some other headlines that we just have yet to get to it's not Hi gang, we're just wrapping up today, hump day. Now tonight there is a big treat for people. That would be a Minnesota Twins baseball game. It is what? It's happening at six o'clock on Fox Sports North, I believe. We're, it's a um doesn't count today, but it's um I don't think it counts as a real game. But we're playing the Chicago Cubs. So is it just an uh, a- exhibition, exhibition game? I think tomorrow night is when it all starts for the Twins. But I just think. A lot of people are just going to be excited just to be sit back and to kind of listen to the, oh, I love the commentary. I like listening to baseball. Listen, I like listening to it on radio. It is a very
0: meditative experience. (laughs) Going to a baseball game. Now, we can't go to the baseball game tonight, but... Totally listening to the commentary on the radio, watching it on TV, Yes,
1: have a little snack, well, get they're a gonna, hot dog. It'll be fine. Okay, so they have this MLB fan experience app or something where you can cheer from your home and then they're going to play it on the TV. I don't know how it works yet, but you can be part of it. And then I think I remember talking about how the San Francisco Giants season ticket holders could send in a picture, and they would put their cutouts of their bodies in the stands. So it'll be interesting to see how they make that come alive. Yeah, but the, I'm sure they're going to be able to do
0: it. The Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers, were doing the same thing. If you wanted a cutout of yourself in yep. Dodger your Stadium, you had to pay a couple hundred bucks, and then you could see your cardboard cutout.
1: I kind of think it's funny. in the stands. I think it's kind of fun. All right, so <laughs> who would have been sixty nine years old today, Robin Williams? Oh. Yeah. Yes, he would have been. Um, and um, so many people have just thought about him and sent out tweets, but it was basically everybody really loved him. Williams won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in 1998, Goodwill Hunting, also the Golden Globes and Emmy Awards. Under um, he totaled 65 wins and 85 nominations, which include Grammys, Kids' Choice, Peabody's Awards. He really had so much. And um, his sudden death, I remember we were on the air in 2014, um, sent shockwaves across the world. And without a suicide note, left many wondering what really went on. And the reports credited severe depression and Parkinson's, but it turned out Williams had developed Lewy body dementia, a diagnosis made only in his autopsy, the second most common progressive dementia after Alzheimer's and the incurable brain disease starts with memory problems and worsens with personality changes, like psychotic psych, um, psychiatric, symptoms, I can almost speak, um, including psychosis and death. So that was yeah. That was so yeah,
0: That was one of those, you know, being on the air at My Talk, we experience so many things with all of you in real time. And that was one of those, the death of Robin Williams that was just so incredibly shocking and sad and and challenging to process because he made he just had that unique talent and he
1: made you laugh. Oh gosh. You know, and I, oh. what a connection that mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. He was he was really one of the funniest. I saw him in concert here, a few years before he passed. He was that was one of the funniest. I thought I was going to wet my pants. Oh, his stand up incredible, so, so so funny.
0: Now some of those might be on HBO Max, right? If you have some of those, so what a great way to pay tribute if you're not watching the Twins game tonight to go back and revisit some Robin Williams stand up because <laughs> it's incredible,
1: incredible. He's funny. now. Do you watch all TV through like YouTube, Holly? Yeah. Well, I don't have,
0: I cut the cord. I know. I haven't had the cord in like a decade. I cut it real early. Do you have an antenna? Yes, I have an antenna. So I went because we have to watch award shows. And so it was like, well, how the heck am I going to watch the Oscars? I'll get some like the 21st century bunny ears. But everything I stream, I stream through my phone. Okay. And I have a Google Chromecast that I hook up to the TV. And then it communicates with your
1: phone. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, boop, boop, boop. I'm going to watch this, this, this. And then boop, boop. There goes on the TV. Bada boom. Done. Bada boom. No, wow. I'm, I'm getting close to that. I'm getting close. I'm not there yet. And I've just been interviewing everybody to find out about it. But I'm getting close to that. doing it, a little market research here. You what you're doing. Well, because you, you have the big, huge cable well, package. Yeah. So many of my friends have cut it, you know. But I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring it out. Well, you just have to decide.
0: I think when considering cutting the cord... You have to decide as an individual what are the shows that you can't live without, and then go from there. <laughs> I don't but because but, well, well, like you can't watch, you can't watch any of the Bravo stuff, and for some people that's a deal breaker, right? Because there's really no access to at least some of the news. But stuff. if you have
1: Sling or if you have um, some of those other YouTube TV, yeah, I've I've been doing my research. I will let you know, but I like okay because you're right, you can't. Yeah, we posted today under Lori and Julia um, State Fair food fix is you know people they're going to be doing a drive-through food parade now to state fair if you want to find out more about that check it out holly also posted some other cute pictures here was something that you know alex Trebek's autobiography has come out and we're getting different excerpts from that and i remember holly one of your goals was to be on jeopardy oh i'd love to at some point it's just so darn hard trying out when's Julia? the last time you tried
0: out it's been a while because it's hard because you sign the way you do Jeopardy is that you sign up and do the online test. If you can make it past the online test, then maybe they'll give you an invitation to go and try out in Culver City. But that's just a maybe. It's hard if you get stuck with some category like biology or like all about ants. Mm-hmm. Well, what the hell? I don't know all about ants.
1: I'm screwed. Isn't that something? I'm, I'm I'm so impressed with the people's brains that can make it through that. Yeah. Yeah. He So he basically said that um, he, you know, just goes on and is just giving different parts of his life and telling us a little bit about it. But I think this was funny. His wife, Jean, his second wife, Jean, is 24 years younger than him. And he remembers when she first met his dad. And he took one look at, um, his dad took one look at his son and said, quote, I guess I won't be calling you son anymore.
0: Hey, Mm because he's almost 30 years older Uh than his wife.
1: He said that um, he uh, had an unexpected encounter with brownies at a party back in the day. And he said, the host said, go ahead, help yourself. I've had four or five of the brownies. He didn't realize they were hash brownies, apparently. It was on Friday night. He was so knocked out, he spent the entire weekend laid out on their guest bedroom, you know, bed and floor, and didn't leave till Monday morning. That's terrible. That's terrible to do to somebody. He said he had an unorthodox approach to breakfast. For years, his breakfast of choice was Snickers and a Diet Coke. Then his doctor lectured him on changing it. So now it's Kit Kat and a Diet Pepsi.
0: That sounds like
1: it's even worse. I know. I stick with with the Diet Coke. At least with Snickers, you got a little protein in there. That's right. All (laughs) right. Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.